Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. You ready to get funky? for a few more days yeah. no. I wish yeah, no, you, uh, you, you probably it probably feels good to get out of the house right oh now. oh my gosh fish like yes it was nice to sleep in don't get me wrong yeah uh but like that's the annoying part about being sick because it's like where are you going you can't yeah. go anywhere you you're shouldn't. trapped in the house yeah I know and you know me I start to go stir crazy after a while yeah so you were going a little bonkers <laughs> yeah, I'm sure for sure but now you're back and you seem to be I would guess 90 five percent yeah i'm totally towards the like end of my sickness um but i'm way better than what i was like when i last saw you and on thursday and friday i was not well so what (laughs) did you well we'll talk more about you and your sickness the sickness steve of christine the sickness the sickness yeah we'll talk more about the sickness here in a sec first let's do that ride in song uh they're coming back we're going to talk more about it later on they're making a prequel to greece I don't know if you guys knew oh, this or I, not. I heard that a while ago. So we'll break it down for you exactly what that's going to be for you Grease fans. Uh, so Grease, the prequel coming out is what they're saying. Uh, it's going to involve the Pink Ladies, and it's going to be kind of a, a deep dive into that association. What about the T-Birds? With uh, Paramount. I don't know. Maybe that'll be in the future. Slow down. <laughs> Let's see how the Pink Ladies go. Uh, okay, so Christine is back in the studio. She was off a couple of days last week. Because she was not feeling well. You were a trooper, though. It took a good 10-minute conversation with you to get you to take the second day when you were still hurting. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, because I thought I was like, oh, no, I'm totally up for it. But then I texted you on Friday, and I was like, it's a good thing I didn't come. I feel even worse yeah, today. Yeah, <laughs> I could tell that was coming. So uh, Christine and I are talking, and Steve and I uh, chatted about this off the air. So I know that you're familiar with this. But I'm talking to Christine on the phone, and she's like, look. Well, it was more like this. Look, I can come in. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. I was. So imagine. I feel fine. (laughs) Yeah, imagine the whole conversation is like that. And she's like, I can come in if you need me to. But if you're not comfortable being in a room with just you and I for four plus hours, I don't want to get you sick. And I'm like, Christine, you don't sound too good. Are you telling me you want to stay? If you're not cut, you're t- I feel fish that you're telling me you're not comfortable. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not saying it, Christine. I'm not doing it for you. Are you sick? I don't think you sound good. It's okay. Well, I guess it'll be a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> and it was. Yeah. It's good, though. It you- was. I needed that, uh, those two days and the weekend to really to get back to. And that's Normal. what you need sometimes. You sacrifice yeah. a couple days so you can be effective. And, and that was the other thing. I was like, are you even going to be helpful behind the scenes? 
I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) So you refreshed over the weekend. It sounds like you got some vitamin D. Your apartment complex has a pool. You chilled out there. Yeah, so Saturday, just so I could get out of the house, I uh, laid out at my pool. I found a, uh, what's it called, a chair, and I laid back by the pool, and I finished a book. There you go. Yeah, I I was out there for like, Three and a half, four hours, and I finished an entire book. It was great. That vitamin D is good for you. Uh-huh. Seem rejuvenated. I know that. Are you, so, are you? You think you're going to be able to handle kickball this week? Yes, for sure. Good. I mean, not work. Sure. I'm not worried about work. Kickball yeah, is what's the important thing. Yes. Your team really needs you to play <laughs> the random position they're going to throw you at yeah, this week. Exactly. Uh, she worked her way all the way from center field last year to second base. Well, we never had strategy. We just all kind of. Uh, <laughs> we apparent. all just kind of scattered around by your win-loss record that's apparent yes yeah you did no strategy so i wonder if there's any strategy this this time we'll we'll find out well i'm sure we'll hear about that where you're sick and you're sitting at home and you're hurting steve's sitting at home because his wife had a uh well after we manscaped on friday and Mm -hmm. saw black widow your wife had a uh, whole thing as well, right? Yeah, she had a girlfriend's weekend in uh, Grand Haven. They went out there Friday morning and then got back Saturday, uh, late Saturday night. Did they take my suggestion of where to go? Yeah, they that got. Top uh, place? Yeah, they ate there and got a drink Friday night. They liked it. Nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So your wife goes out with her uh, her uh, sexy little girlfriend, and they uh, they're hitting the town. Yeah. Did they get flirted with, or were they just kind of having their them time, or did they not? Does she not tell you? That uh, stuff? They told one funny story where they were at. Um, they had a really cute uh, waiter at one of the restaurants they mm-hmm. were at. Oh, it was uh, breakfast they were getting one morning, and um, they got mimosas, and uh, they both had one. And then they said the they said to him they didn't want any more. And um, he came back and he's like, "How about you split some split one then, ladies?" And then they're like, "Oh." Okay, and, and they, I guess they were saying every single time they'd walk away, they'd be like, "Oh my God, he's so cute." <laughs> that's that's two ladies he out used on the town. Charm. Uh huh. That doesn't bother you at all, does it? Mm-mm. What bothers me in that situation, because uh, it's happened with Alicia before as well, uh, but is is the the obvious turn? Like so, I like I, Alicia loves going to Vegas. Yeah. So we go to Vegas. And you're walking through, I don't know, the Mirage. Right. Mirage Hotel. All right. And uh, you're just walking down the hall or the stores at Wynn, right? And you're walking by the stores. And a guy will just, and he will follow her. No shame, you mean, with, with his, his head. head. Yeah. yeah. I, I thought you were about to swear. By yeah, that. I thought you were too. Really? No uh, shame? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> oh, you almost did it again. Yeah. yeah like, uh, I thought he, with his head, and I'm there. Yeah. Like, she doesn't notice it, but I do. Mm-hmm. And it's like, bro. Usually the dudes notice it. Yeah, it's, there's a little <laughs> bit of etiquette involved with it. Uh, as a guy, I mean, I get it. I do I mean, it. that's when you just give her a little butt slap, and then you yeah. uh, give a head nod to that guy. <laughs> exactly. He's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> give, him the, give him the old double fingers, like where you point at him. Uh-huh. What's up? Yeah, yeah baby. <laughs> so uh, there's a song. I always confuse it with uh, Twilight. There's a song called A Thousand Miles. Which Christine reminded me off the air is not a thousand years. That Twilight. Mm-hmm. Christina Perry's. Nope, this is a, a slow one from Twilight. Bella's walking down the aisle to meet her vampire husband, uh, Edward. Before they make half vampire baby. Yes, yep. exactly. Yeah, it's very. <laughs> a, it's a very beautiful moment, and isn't it like, uh, if I remember correctly, they get a little bit intense, don't they? Break a bed. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's... I think he's, isn't he like supposedly dead, I believe, but then he's not dead. What? No, he's a vampire. Yeah, but you can still kill a vampire. I don't think she kills him on their honeymoon. No. <laughs> okay, yeah. So this is this is the Twilight song, just so you don't confuse it. Here it is. I have died every day waiting for All right, there's that. Okay, uh, you're familiar, I'm assuming. Lighters with, up. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, she's, uh, she's swaying in here right now. Uh, you're familiar with a band, uh, the band Blink-182, right? Blink-182, obviously, uh, was big back in the day. Are you familiar with Vanessa Carlton? Because a thousand years is Christina Perry. A thousand miles is Vanessa Carlton. That's what, now, why did I tell you all that? Let me break it down for you. Remove the Twilight nug. Just I just didn't want you to think it was the Twilight song. There's this guy, Alex Melton. He took Vanessa Carlton's A Thousand Miles uh-huh. and made it sound like Blink-182 performed it. Okay. Steve, it is... I've been I'm making Christine listen to it in the studio. It is ridiculously, ridiculously good. Do you want to hear it? Yeah. Here it is. And I need you. And I miss you. Was that Christine? I was telling Steve he should just do the ad libs. Yeah, all right. I just say that's why he's doing. That's the Blink One Eighty Two thing. I like it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna. I actually threw it up uh, earlier uh, earlier today on our social media. If you want to get a hold of it. I think that we need to redo uh, Scott Stapp. Some somebody has Scott Stapp. How about it's just you, Fish? Yeah, I think no, Christine. You do a great Scott Stapp. I don't. No one compares to your Scott Stapp. No, you're just being nice. Uh, you you don't. You just don't want to brag. I get it. Not even Scott Stapp is as good as your Scott Stapp. Yeah, That's Christine. So true. Not even, yeah, no, no, he was. She was. He was talking to you. Text question of the day is coming up. Let's discuss the text question of the day, shall we? Let's. We shall. Christine is back in studio. Hi. She is no longer under the weather. Uh, we came up with this text question of the day. Steve and I were talking about it off the air on, uh, with our friend Wendy last week. Uh, and what is one, Christine, un- what is one unwritten rule that you believe everyone should know and follow? Before you answer. Oh, okay. What is one? <laughs> Don't worry, I wrote one. <laughs> Really? I did. I wrote huh. one answer. See? That's shocking. One answer. Wow. <laughs> she wasn't feeling well this weekend, yeah. apparently. Yeah. Clearly. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly, she did not have time to process the 17 different exactly. answers. Right? So what is one unwritten rule, Christine, that you believe everybody should follow? This is the one that immediately came to my head, and that's using your turn signal. Because there are so many people on the road who do not use their freaking turn signals. Right? It's true. It's true. It drives me crazy. And me too. I've done it though. It drives me crazy. But when I forget to do it, I mean, not I've done it. I've used my turn, so I've I've forgotten. Yeah. No. Same and, here. And I feel bad. Uh, I mean, I don't lose sleep. Yeah. Like sitting up in bed, going, man, 
when I was getting off the interstate the other day, I forgot to use my turn signal. (laughs) (laughs) But, I mean, we all do it. But at least if you just, especially if you're going to do a cut. Like, let's say you're on the interstate and you're going to bop over. Specifically driving into Chicago. That's the worst when they're just... It really is. Oh, Oh, my gosh. It's like a video game. All right, so turn signal. Steve, what's one unwritten rule that you believe everybody should know and follow? If someone has headphones in, specifically at the grocery store or at other places where you're out in public and you don't really know the person, don't talk to them. Uh, does that happen? <laughs> yeah, I get talked to all the time when I have really? headphones and I got to pull them out. Yeah, it's like people come up and want to give me free, like, sign up for this card or random stuff like that. I'm just like, oh, that my God. That never happens to me. Does Can- that happen to you? Never, never. <laughs> does, uh, do you uh, have giant headphones on? No, it's earbuds. But they got the wires hanging down and stuff. It's okay, not they like have the, wires, yeah, so it's, it's not, not the like they're... It's not like the AirPods. No. Huh. People come talk to me. I'm <laughs> just like, stop. I'm listening to something. I put these in so I don't have to talk to people. That's what you get for so being... so weird yeah. that, that happens. That's what you get for being so damn approachable. Apparently. Yeah. <laughs> All right, what is one unwritten rule that you believe everybody should know and follow? So, mine is all-encompassing via one simple gift that was given to me by my late mother when i was in i think sixth or seventh grade i was trying to remember last night what grade an unwritten rule that you believe everybody should know and follow my mother gave me do you remember those little plastic uh they would almost look like a billboard but it would be uh how big is this well i won't ask steve because they'll lie about inches christine how big is that about a foot maybe a foot by a foot let's say okay right or two feet by a foot, right? And it's got little holes in, on, on each side, and you can put it up on your bedroom wall when you're a kid. Little way, like little plastic thing. Okay. Looks like a little billboard, and it's got a like jokey things on it. Yeah. Mine said, sixth, seventh grade, my mother gave me this. She just thought it was the greatest thing. Smile in big letters. Mm-hmm. And then underneath it in little letters, it's the ninth best thing you can do with your lips. And to God, the I swear. <laughs> I Did she not... give you the other eight? No, no. She said that would be uh, a project that I could figure out throughout my uh, middle school that and high is school years. hilarious. And it's like, I hand to God, this is a true story. I can see it. It's white and red light writing. Smile. It's the ninth best thing you can do with your lips. And I would proceed to figure out the other eight through time. <laughs> but the, that one simple thing. Smile. That one Simple thing. Steve and I were walking into the building today, and a, a guy was walking his dog with his uh, wife, girlfriend, or whatever. And I smiled and I said, Hi there. Because he walked right by us and he ignored us and looked like mm-hmm. he wanted to kick my butt. Walked right by. Yeah, I'm like, just a they smile, just a simple smile. I agree with that. Yeah, sometimes we'll go out with the weather being better. The three of us will go outside and talk about what we're going to do on the air tomorrow. And there is this one guy, we call him the lion guy. Mm-hmm. He's got this beard and like a lion's mane of hair. He really does. He's a beautiful man. He's, he, he is, he's, a, he's got a beautiful smile. Uh, he's got a ridiculous smile. He really does. And ridiculously tight pants. And, and nice rid- butt, too. Yeah, nice butt. <laughs> Steve <laughs> always mentions his I butt. Yeah. He's very pooky. Yeah, he's got the pooky butt. And uh, he and he was, uh, we were outside working on some stuff last week when you weren't here, Christine, because you were under the weather mm-hmm. uh, with Wendy. And he walked by and he just smiled. Hi. He's so chipper. And he smiles and says, hi, and I hope you have a great day, or I hope you're having a good day. And it just makes people happy. Look, if it's annoying to you, just say, oh, yeah, thanks, or whatever. But just smile. I'm with you, Fish. Like, sometimes it's like, I don't know, walking at the mall or wherever. Yeah. You just catch someone's eye. Or the grocery store. Or the grocery store. You smile. 
Or if someone smiles at you, smile back. It can literally change someone's day. Smile is my one unwritten rule that you believe that I believe everybody I should like follow. I like that one. You hit my cart with a grocery cart in the grocery store. You're gonna smile. Smile. <laughs> Just smile. Just smile at me. Just, sorry. Because if you uh, smile, you know what is it? There was some study, and you guys can look it up online if you want. It takes more muscles to, to smile frown. to frown than it does to smile. Yeah. Right? Just simply smile. Oh, sorry, I hit your cart. Because you can't smile and like, if you hit my cart and you just smile at me, that's creepy. Like, say something. Yeah. Like, pardon me. No, I'd smile. I'd have my headphones in, just smile. <laughs> and, like, wink, lick your lips. Like, yeah. what is he doing? <laughs> Today's text question of the day, we fired it out a little bit ago, is uh, we're getting some great motivational responses. Obviously, if you want, you can go on the station's website. What is one unwritten rule that you believe everyone should know and follow? Now, Christine, as far as the text question of the day, again, what is one unwritten rule that you believe everyone should know and follow? I'm assuming if you wanted to throw out a bunch of unwritten rules, one of yours would be Hallmark Christmas movies. <laughs> I, I know you I'll love take a, it. You love a good They're Christmas movie. They're showing a lot of Christmas movies right now in Hallmark because it's Christmas in July. Yeah, the old Christmas movie. I don't know what to say, except it's Christmas, and we're all in misery. Yeah, so uh, Hallmark actually is uh, done a ton of Christmas movies. Lifetime does Christmas movies. Yep, so does Up Network. So does Netflix. Yep, they do too. Now, so does Peacock. Really? Are you ready? Oh, boy. For a scripted Christmas movie called The Real Housewives of no. the North Pole. What? No. Yes. It'll star as uh, Beverly Hills housewife Kyle Richards and actress Betsy Brandt as uh, two friends who have a falling out. It causes chaos in the town of North Pole, Vermont. Okay. Wow. Yeah, that's right. The Real Housewives of the North Pole. So Kyle Richards is is gonna be starring in it. Yes. Wow. I didn't know she was acting now. Yeah. Well, that's. I mean, I, I I don't know. I mean, they probably just called her and she was like, sure. There is some acting involved in that show. I mean, they do. I know. It's, it's not, not like legit. all the drama's yeah. real. <laughs> will you watch the Real Housewives of the North Pole? You will, won't you? I probably will. Do you have the peacock? I'll, I do, so okay. I'll likely watch it. All right, Steve? And see what it's all about. No. I think I'm going to... No, I'm not going to watch it. I think uh, you better hope that they blow me out of this joint because I think I'm going to make it mandatory for the show. <laughs> <laughs> Just oh, to no. make you do that. Will we'll it be out Manscaped. this December, or do you know? Or uh, Yeah, it's coming. It'll be out before Christmas. Yay. Yes, that'll be a manscaping trip, Steve. Yay. We'll all watch it together. No, I, I'm going to have to watch it with Alicia. Of course you will. Yeah, just because Steve has control of his marriage doesn't mean he gets to not be punished. <laughs> All right. Real Housewives of the North Pole coming soon. Christine, you're back in the studio. Today's text question of the day, what is one unwritten rule that you believe everybody should know and follow? Steve's simply was, if someone's wearing their headphones, please don't try and talk to them, especially if you don't know them. Yeah, it's, yeah specifically that. Yeah. That's the worst. Don't talk to me. Yeah. I don't know you. <laughs> unless, I'm you're, to unless, you're, yeah, unless you're at the checkout lane. Yeah, well, I, I take them out out of courtesy. I'm not going to sit there with my headphones in while I'm checking out. I'm okay. talking to the person. All right, well, that's so, so you're a courteous person. So yeah. be courteous to the Steve. 
Christine is back in studio. Where do we want to get knowledge from today, Christine? Well, since I was out sick, I ate a lot of soup. So okay. <laughs> how about we get knowledge specifically from chicken noodle soup? Ooh, specifically chicken noodle soup. Yes. Okay. I learned something today. Every time I learn something new, it pushes some old stuff out of my brain. I'm learning. What did you learn? What did you learn? Ah, knowledge. This should be interesting. Knowledge did it start. What came first, the chicken or the egg? <laughs> Let's go with the egg. An egg hatches and a beautiful little chicken is born and it grows up. Till the day its farmer friend walks over to it and slices off its head. Oh, man, this got brutal. <laughs> I know. Thus plucking and stripping down the chicken so you can grill it up on your grill machines or oven, placing it into a giant vat of broth, making chicken soup. Then you realize it happened. I forgot the noodles. Going and getting the noodles, adding them to the broth, all of a sudden, all of that knowledge is mixed together. Don't forget the carrots. Ew. <laughs> Putting some carrots in there for your eyesight, even though that's not true about eyesight and carrots. Placing it all on a spoon, putting it up to your mouth, blowing on it. It was hot. Putting it in your throat. The knowledge of the soup goes down your throat, does a 180 degree turn past your eye socket into your brain, thus providing knowledge. There you go. I was going to get more vicious, but I just don't have the time. Okay. Uh, the word husband, we're going to talk about that in a sec. But first, mm -hmm. in 1929, J.M. Barry donated the copyright to Peter Pan to a children's hospital in London. That was nice of him. It was brilliant of him. That was extremely nice. It's a hell of a heck of a copyright to have your hands on. In the 1920s and 30s, people used to have cages built to hang out of their apartment windows. They'd put their babies in them. They believed it would it helped keep them healthy and growing. Interesting. Okay. In a cage? Baby cage, baby cage. <laughs> Love me a nice baby cage. And then we got the playpen. I know, Hamburger. it's essentially a baby cage. <laughs> Key limes were considered a weed in Florida until the great freeze of 1894 destroyed all of the lemon groves. Farmers replanted Mexican limes instead, and they became known as Florida Key Limes. Interesting. Oh. A beloved regional crop. Uh, the Leaning Tower of Pisa, you're familiar? Mm -hmm. Mm hmm It's completely empty. Did you know that? Because I didn't. I no. didn't know that, no. Yeah, it's a hollow <laughs> cylinder from bottom to top. No way. Yeah. And finally, the word husband comes from the Old Norse word husbandi, which means master of the house. The word wife comes from an old Indo-European word, weep, which means to wrap. W-R-A-P. Oh, rap. not to rap. Right. Yeah, like okay. presents. And might have referred to the veil that the brides wear. Ah. So husband originally comes from the word meaning master of the house. And wife means to rap. W-R-A-P. Interesting. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Are you going to go home and I'm tell the... Alicia that? Yeah, right. And how is she going to respond? I'll tell her that over <laughs> FaceTime. Yeah. I'm telling her that in the kitchen. No way. 
Let's peep what's totes trending. Totes trending. All right. Uh, I was going to start with the Lego story, but I know Steve loves Yes, I do. Some Le- okay. Mm-hmm. Loves I love Legos. 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 Uh, I know you Legos? do, buddy. So let's start with the Ego. So before I Lego your Ego, let's go to the Ego. So we'll Ego your Lego. Okay. Ego is actually coming out with a uh, new kind of a uh, waffle. Ego is launching a new waffle called the Egoji waffle. And it's just Egoji. like it sounds. It's an Ego <laughs> waffle with fun faces on it. Look. Smiley face, heart eyes face, starstruck smiley one. Ego is partnering with No Kid Hungry. All you have to do is hashtag Agoji No Kid Hungry, and Ego will donate up to a hundred breakfasts per hashtag to No Kid Hungry. That's Melissa Joan Hart talking about it. That's Egoji. Okay, E G G O J I. If you want to go check those out. Get your hands on Egoji waffles. And again, it's all for mm. a good cause. I'll get it for Charlotte. There you go. Get it yeah. for me. A goji. No, it's no. not about you. It's about his child. I mean, that that's a fair <laughs> rub. Like, normally I'm like, Steve, it's not always about your kids. But that, in that situation, I think you should be able, you don't have to worry about feeding I mean, Christine. you don't have to be a child to eat a goji. Yeah, but no. I don't. I have to feed you either. Is I that... didn't ask you to feed me. Yeah, I'm well, not just into your did. weird stuff. You just did. I you said, said I'm going to get some for me. <laughs> no, that's not, actually, you did say, get it for me. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was your no, instinct. No, I said, I'm going to get it for me. Uh, would you bet money on that? <laughs> yes. Okay. You want to go check. find it? All right, yeah. hold on. There you go. Steve's going to find it because I swear you said, get it for me. No, I said, I'm going to get it for me. Well, while Steve, well, I can't do the Lego without the Steve. <laughs> so now I've kind of put myself into a little bit of a corner here. Again, we're talking about Egos and then Egoji Waffles. is uh, It's E-G-G-O-J-I. Steve, did you find it already? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, Christine. What, what? do you want to bet? That you said it the other way. I didn't. I know. But I said you, I'm going to get it for me. What do you want to bet? I don't know. Let's. What do you want to bet? You want to bet money? You want to bet lunch? You want to bet that cookie you owe me? I'll. I'll. Yes, we can bet a cookie. A cookie? Yeah. You know you've never won a bet with me. That's Steve, you've won games, but you've never won a bet with me. Really? What? What have we? What have we bet on? Ah, uh, we bet some stuff about management. I think I won that one. <laughs> but uh, you, now you may win that bet in the future. But now we're talking about did Christine say? To Steve, essentially implying, don't feed your child, feed me. Steve said, I'm going to get this for my daughter, baby Charlotte. And I He's... said, I'm going to get it for me. No, you said, get it for me. Play I it. Think... Let's find out. <laughs> I guarantee you he probably cut it up. Nope. There you go. Get yeah. it for me. A goji. No, it's no. not about you. It's about his child. Play that again. There you go. Get yeah. it for me. A goji. No, it's no, you have no argument. Said, get it child. for me. Yeah, you have no argument. There. I know. I said I'm gonna get it for me. We <laughs> were playing the clip. I know, but I know what I said. I'm just get yeah. it for me. A goji. No, it's See, not I'm, about you. My it's about my I'm is hidden. <laughs> no, I, she doesn't hear it. She doesn't hear it. She will go back and listen to the podcast later just to hear that again, probably. Yeah. You I'm not going to buy bat. you a goji's. I don't want you to buy me any. <laughs> yes, you do. There you go. Yeah. For me. A goji. No, there it is. It's not about you. It's about his child. Yeah. Oh, you want one more? One more? <laughs> there you go. Get yeah. it for me. A goji. No, you done? Oh, she's locking up. Okay, yeah, we've I know. lost her. <laughs> Steve, Lego announced a prototype brick. That's coming out now. It's made from recycled plastic. At the Lego Group, we're using plastic bottles to make happy prototype bricks. It's not easy becoming a Lego brick. 
We have a dedicated team making sure you're as strong, durable, and safe as those around today. Yeah, that's Legos uh, going to be doing a prototype brick now of uh, recycled plastic. All right. Is that uh, exciting for you? I mean, apparently they have a terrible, uh, they have no budget for audio. Because that sounded like it was in a tin <laughs> <I know>. can. <laughs> but they definitely have a big budget for Legos, right? I mean, yeah, that's cool. It's just a brick? I mean, I'm assuming. It's well, I mean, the, the, that's what they call them, Lego bricks. Oh. And then you Each build individual things. thing, yeah. <laughs> oh. Remember the click of six on the phone with us right now. How can we help you today? Good morning. Good morning. What did we? What can we do for you? Well, you wanted me to call in. Oh, hold on. You're off the air. Okay, you're you're called in like 30 minutes early. Hold yeah. on a second. That's about today's rando. That is coming up today at 745. A rando text about a happy person. So, Steve, go ahead and throw me uh, a little bit of a warning pig right now. Oink, oink, oink. Thank you very much. Ah, the Olympics. Here we go. The news is starting to come out. So... I gave you a little bit of a warning pig because, uh, well, there's some more, some pig remnants. I gave you a little bit of a warning pig. I don't know if you've heard the anti-sex beds that are going on. Let's call them anti-balloon animal beds. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's our safe word here. Uh, Balloon animals for the hibbity-jibbity. So these uh, Olympians are going to come up. The uh, Tokyo people over there have set up 18,000 anti-balloon animal cardboard beds that will break under the weight of more than one person. <laughs> wow. It's all set up to keep athletes from hooking up. Now, I mean, here, you can hook up on the floor. Here's the exactly. <laughs> uh, here's here's the reality of it, okay? Uh, Olympics come out, usually they uh, pass out a bunch of propiolactic types things. Yeah. Athletes get the hibbity jibbity on, hey, you like to run? Hey, I like to jump. Hey, let's run and jump with each other, right? <laughs> so that usually happens all the time. Well, uh, they're this company called Airweave Designed these frames made uh, from cardboard. The mattresses are made from plastic fibers. The idea is apparently the beds will be fine for one person, but two people bouncing around. Boom. Bed breaks. Well, uh, there's a Olympian that uh, is already they're already out there. She's a gymnast, and uh, or he's a Reese is a gymnast jumping on one of the beds, calling it fake news. Take a listen. In today's episode of fake news at the Olympic Games. The beds are meant to be anti-sex. They're made out of cardboard, yes, but apparently they're meant to break at any sudden movements. It's fake news. Fake news. News. So he was jumping on the bed and it didn't break. Yeah, so he's saying, don't, don't, they, they tried. They didn't get it. Well, I, you know, I mean, it's fake news. Right. You know? <laughs> so if you hear about him, you can look it up. He's a, a Olympian. He's an Irish. That was Irish, in case you were wondering what accent it was. Irish gymnast. And that video up there, we'll throw it up on our social media. How many Olympians do you actually think followed their anti-balloon animal rule? None. Well, yeah, I mean, no. unless they don't want balloon animals. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, like, that's it. I'm sure there are some Olympians that are not. Doing that, obviously. Yeah, there's a lot of, there's a lot of Olympians. You're in your, uh, <laughs> you'd be hooking up with other Olympians. I yeah, sure, why not? I could see it. <laughs> she's in that mood again. She's doing that thing that she has a couple tells when she's in that mood again, and we're going to start to see that side of Christine. I One mean, of them's having her arm up on the back. Yeah, she just sits. She, her <laughs> job. Yeah. Uh, an Olympian? Don't feel bad for Christine. Her job is not so tough right now. She's literally sitting back. 
arm up, just like, yeah, you know. Talking about all the dudes she wants to yeah. hook up with. <laughs> I'll hook up with that Irish, ja- Irish gentleman, as long as he speaks to me in we his native tongue. We can test the bed. Yeah. The bed. There you go. Yeah, She's a party. She's ready to go. Never done it on cardboard, so. Well, then you have definitely never lived. Right? Today's text question of the day, what is one, just one, unwritten rule that you believe everybody should know and follow? My rule was just simply smile. My mother gave me a sign. I was talking about it earlier when I was younger, and it was I hung it in my room. It was like a foot-by-foot little plastic, like when you would shake it, like little mm-hmm. thin plastic with four holes on it, and it said, smile. It's the I was in sixth grade. Smile. It's the ninth best thing you could do with your lips. <laughs> and I said, mom, because my mom was from England, and I said, mom, what are the other eight? And she said, fish. Life will take you there. You will figure it out. <laughs> and by the time I graduated high school, she was calling me for advice. That's so it hilarious. It worked out well. Nice. Okay, so just text in, message via the app. It's a free download in your app store with today's text question of the day. Again, what is one unwritten rule you believe everybody should know and follow? My smile would be like, be good to others. Speaking of being good to others... What happened this weekend is another example, Christine, and I know you've been doing a bunch of research on it today, of uh, just something extremely upsetting. Yeah, so this past Saturday night, um, the Padres baseball team, they were playing in D.C. against the Nationals when it was the sixth inning and a shooting happened, which was insanity inside of the ballpark so basically the shooting actually happened outside of the stadium okay but it's during the sixth inning and um all of a sudden people hear gunshots some people thought it was fireworks but no one knew where it was coming from so then everyone just started running some people were going into the dugout some people were trying to leave the stadium but what actually happened it was outside of the stadium it was an exchange of gunfire between uh two between people in two different cars and three people ended up getting injured. One woman who was actually at the game, but she was outside at the stadium. She accidentally got shot. She's fine. The injuries aren't life-threatening. But the umpire told the Associated Press that it was a chaotic scene because no one knew what was happening. This is, again, that whole what happened outside the Nationals Park during the Nationals and Padres game Saturday night. Now, Dave Martinez plays for the Nationals. And Jace Tingler of the Padres both spoke to Sports Center yesterday about it. I love this city. The city is my home. It can get crazy. We all know that. And we all want to feel safe. Inside this ballpark, I feel safer than ever. We care about each other. Uh, we, don't, we don't want anybody getting hurt. So, like I said, for me, yesterday, I try to protect as many, many people as possible. You know, it's a nightmare. It's, it's the, the thing maybe you, you think about in the, in the back of your mind. We got the guys as quick as we could trying to get them in the dugout and and then it dawns on you the bullpen guys and the families and just moms dads brothers children it's a lot that's dave martinez the manager for the nationals jay singler the manager for the padres talking to sports center yesterday about the shooting outside the the national stadium i, I don't understand it i don't get it we don't know we just wanted like steve you weren't aware of it today when we got to work. No, I, I didn't even hear about it. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's starting to kind of leak out a little bit more. It's it's almost scary. I think where this would be all over your phones and everything else. Shootings are almost becoming normal. Yeah, and it really bothers me. It's it's 
it's so weird because I remember when I was growing up in school, we did like tornado drills. Yep. Now they do school shooting drills. Yeah, active shooter drills. Oh, yeah. That's, I, I can't wrap my mind around that. No, you and I are very smurfy that way. Christine and I are a lot alike. We, we both crave more sweet loving and we are both very deep mm-hmm. people that don't understand things. <laughs> so, like smurfy things. Like, yeah. I don't understand it either. I don't understand why they, I mean, two. Cars were shooting at each other. Was it a gang thing? I don't know. What was it? Why they were shooting? We don't know. I think the police are still investigating it. Um, Two people who were in one of the cars did show up to the ER with injuries. The police are still looking for the suspects who were in the second car. Um, The game was postponed, obviously. Yeah, they played it yesterday, But they resumed yesterday, yeah. Who yep. won in the uh, game yesterday? I believe the Nationals won. The Nationals I think it was won? like seven to eight or something. Yeah, that's, so again, that's all we know so far. After obviously, if we hear more, I just again, I just don't understand that mindset. I guess I, I just I'm, I'm a, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm a smurf that way. It wasn't but, like an actual active shooter going and targeting people, which seems but, again to be a normal trend. Yeah, yeah, but but still, just being in that situation where because. The people that were in the stadium, it echoed into the stadium. So yeah. they thought it was happening there, and that's why there was such a chaotic scene. People were jumping everywhere. They were hiding behind up the dugout. The dugout exactly. Yeah. People were hiding behind chairs, or people were fl- trying to flood out of the stadium. It's just chaos. <laughs> you know, what, yeah. what else do you expect when you hear gunshots? You know, the only reason that Steve probably, uh, you know, I'm assuming the only reason you didn't know about this at all whatsoever is because. Uh, you had your own safer version of chaos going on in your house this weekend because it was you and just the kids because your wife was out having fun with her girlfriend. Yeah, exactly. That's a, I had very little time to look at news or my phone or do anything other than look after the children. Yeah, you look like uh, those two, a three-year-old and a... How, how many months is Izzy now? <laughs> She's almost one, Izzy isn't turns she? one next month, yeah. Yeah, uh, so you look like your almost one-year-old and three-year-old beat the crap out of you this week. They weekend. did. <laughs> well, not, yeah. well, actually, yeah, no, they both smacked me a few times, yeah. Well, I didn't mean physically. I mean, oh, yeah, okay. emotionally. <laughs> <laughs> and physically. Yeah, you look like well, you look like somebody that just got dumped. Like, like, you, know, like you were awake all night, so that's that's got to be tough. Today's text question of the day is going to happen in about an hour-ish. Or so. It's a fun one. We've been getting some great advice on it, Christine. What is one unwritten rule that you believe everyone should know and follow? We've gotten some like positive responses and then some really funny ones. Now, my answer was smile and just be happy. And like if you smile at somebody, it may, you know, it could just kind of squash a lot of moments, right? Yes, it might get annoying if somebody smiles too much, is uh, what we talked a little bit about earlier. And then a member of the Click of Six reached out to us and became today's Rando Texto. Oh. Texto message via Apo, free download on the Apo Storo. So we've got the voice changer on, and we've got a member of the Click of Six who is anonymous on the phone with us, Christine, who has been having a hard time at work. So, what is going on at your job, anonymous? What goes on is I have coworkers that come in to the front door, and they'll say, "You're smiling too much. Why are you so happy? What should be happy about?" And they're being serious. So you actually have gotten complaints at work because you're too happy. Yeah. Now, Steve, uh, I would assume that would annoy you a little bit. 
being super happy. Someone being that happy at work all the time, yeah. Yes. Okay, swallow your food. I can't. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. I thought there was going to be a little bit more to the story, so I took a bite like right before. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's a naughty no-no. No, no. Yeah, I know, right? I'm like, the mics turn on. If I bust Christine on it, I got to bust you on it. It's not, it can't be unfair. Okay, so uh, so what, like, have you been pulled into meetings with management, or have you, like, because I know you talked to Christine a little bit off the air. Anonymous is on the phone with us. Mm-hmm. What's some of the things that we've got in here, Christine? that this member of the Click of Six told you off the air. So she actually, she said that she's the face for the company. So it's like, she's the one who greets customers when they walk in. She's the one who answers the phone. So she already has that cheerful personality. Yeah. And all of her coworkers find it annoying. And she's like, I don't get it. I don't have like an annoying high pitch, like cheerleader, like go team, go type of voice. Yeah, she doesn't. She <laughs> yeah. doesn't. Now, so, now, right now, she has a voice changer voice, but exactly. off air, no, you, your voice wasn't, we didn't find that annoying at all or grating. So, really, what is your, and your boss has said you need to calm down and not be so happy? No, they're just like, whatever, that's just them, don't worry about it, you're doing fine. I talk that way with anybody and everybody that comes in with our their coworkers or whatever, I get people have bad days. But that's just me, naturally. Now, we lost Connie to cancer earlier this year. Connie of Connie and Fish. We used to do this thing called Connie and Fish Pole, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, if we were to start a Connie and Fish Pole right now, what I'm curious about is there are some people out there, and I do think, Anonymous, you could be one of these people that are annoyingly happy. <laughs> Like, I do actually, and I, and I mean this with all due respect, because I know you're a good member of the Click of Six, but I don't want to lose you, because I mean, Click of Five, right? Uh, but I do understand annoyingly happy people. I am I am one of these people that I like to smile and blah, 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 but I am definitely not annoyingly happy. I can get frazzled or frustrated. Do you get frustrated? Like, when, you're, when these people are complaining to you that you're too happy, does it make you angry? I just don't understand it. I don't go out my way to find out why they say that. Okay. I just say it to everybody. I just, like, what is their issue? They're having a day, but they're always like this. They complain. They're going to complain. I can't do anything about it. So is this just a daily thing? Uh, at least a couple times a week because they have to come in and get whatever they have to get. But... I just let it go. That's just them, and I can't do anything about it. I just wish them the best. <laughs> so, what what do you like? What do you click of six think? This uh, member of the click of six who's on the phone with us right now, she smiles too much at work. They are literally—I'm <laughs> not kidding—going to her boss, and her coworkers are complaining about her. They that, see that is what fascinates me about this whole thing. I know we threw it up on social media, Christine, mm-hmm. and I'm assuming a lot of people are like, you go, girl, be happy, or something like that. Or yeah, that except a- for the one person. Do you want to hear what they said? Yeah. <laughs> yes. They're like, nope, nada. Take your energy the F away from me, and don't be coming at me with all that brightness, especially when I first walk in the door. <laughs> I mean, that's I really- love it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that is amazing. Don't go anywhere. We'll get to more next. Let's get back to our uh, member of the Click of Six and this rando texto. She's too happy. OMG. What? L O L. When you text me that, I said, Shh. oh, well. Mad. Rando.
Mendo, Texto, Messageo via Apo, free download in the Apo Storo. Remember, a click of six, we'll call her happy, is on the uh, the old voice changer right now. At your job, you're the uh, the greeter, more or less, right? Like people see you right when they walk into your company, correct? Yeah. And you are smiley, you are happy, you don't have a an annoying normal voice when you're not through the voice changer. Uh, you have a very friendly voice. And people, your coworkers, have been now complaining to your boss that you're just too damn happy. Yeah, I don't understand. So weird. So your boss had to sit down with you and said, hey, keep doing what you're doing. But you know that's not really what he or she is saying, right? They're saying, quit smiling so much and we're getting complaints, I think. Or do you really think that they believe in your vision of happiness? They believe in me, otherwise I wouldn't be working there, or nor would I have been given that role or that position. Okay. Um, some people find it refreshing. I've been told I'm happy on the phone. Um, that's really good reception. But a couple coworkers have issues with it. So we had a member of the Click of Six message via the app. It's a free download in the App Store. The only people who complain about other people's happiness and being too happy are people who are miserable. Agreed. You can't be fired for being too happy. Disagree. You I disagree? Do. I think that they're... If you're that upset with someone being so happy, you have to be miserable. You really and, do? And, you? I think, and I think there are people who just love to be negative all the time. You know, let's, let's just call her Happy Harriet on the okay. phone with us right now. <laughs> We'll do what they did, uh, what was it, last week when somebody did like a Dear Abby thing? Yeah. Good old Happy Harriet's on the phone with us right now. And that could get a little bit annoying. I, I, there is, I do understand, Happy Harriet, why that could get frustrating. Because she is the first one you see when you come into work. She's smiling. She's happy. Now, I've had greeters first. What is that? The, the greeting, the... What is it? What do they sometimes call receptionists? Oh, uh, uh, director of first, first impression. Yeah. Yep. I've had oh, people like that. Oh, <laughs> you haven't heard that before. She's, um, she's about to get a na- uh, a placard. She's <laughs> gonna say director of first so impression. <laughs> and Connie, we lost Connie earlier this year to cancer. Connie of Connie and Fish. We had this woman named Paula that we worked with, and she was the happiest, best person ever. She was always happy. You know who else was like that that worked here? Bethany. Bethany. When she was working yeah. our front desk. Yeah, but Bethany, but Bethany wasn't always happy though. Behind the scenes, Behind Bethany the scenes, could get. No, but mm-hmm. when you walked in, she was. Yeah, but that, and that's <laughs> and that's what we're dealing with here. Are you always just a happy person, or do you just flip that switch for work? That's what I'm telling you. I'm always happy, positive, find the good in things, make margaritas out of lemonade. I don't know, but that's just me. Make margaritas out of lemonade? I've never heard that. I haven't either. That sounds like a wonderful idea. I agree. Right? <laughs> I, another member of the Click of Six texted in via the app, messaged in via the app to this random text person on the phone. Keep smiling. They just want to bring your mood down. There's nothing wrong with smiling, and usually people uh, get smiled at. It makes them feel seen and makes them happy. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, no one is really saying, I'm just saying, I guess, I guess I could see where it would be a little bit devil's advocate. It would be a little bit annoying. My, uh, Especially when you yourself might be in a mood and you're like, oh, come on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, here's Happy Harriet smiling yeah. at me again. <laughs> uh, we do have tell you with a smile. Oh, yeah, yeah. Smile. It's the ninth best thing you could do with your mm-hmm. lips. I told you that or I said that earlier on the air. Mm-hmm. Okay, Happy Harriet, let's wrap this up with anything from Christine. Christine, is there anyone that said, other than the one you mentioned earlier, that said, 
this is annoying. I would not want to be around this person. For the most people, everybody said, keep doing you. And um, most people actually enjoy having a ray of sunshine around. Uh, Someone said, I'm the same way. People at my work question me as well. And I tell them, I just like to be happy. Uh, Respond to the naysayers with more smiles and cheer. Wally, he said, (laughs) I'm calling him out. He said, I'm sorry, but if somebody came into work every day and they were happy as can be, I'm sending them for a drug test. (laughs) Yeah, that's a great way to wrap it up right there. Let's peep what's totes trending. Totes trending. All right. You know, it's it's a a philosophy of what have you done for me lately? And uh, if they haven't done anything for you, you kind of forget about them. But you say their name, and all of a sudden, boom, 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 it pops in your head. Biz Marquee? Just a friend. I called the room, I got picked up, and then I called the name, I say, yo, who is that? Oh, he's just a friend. So, Biz Marquis passed away on Friday, most likely due to complications from diabetes. Only 57. I know, so young. Yeah, yeah this uh, song, by the way, from 1989. And what have you done for me since then? I mean, that's the thing that sucks. The out of pitch uh, singing guy just kind of stuck into a trend right there, mm-hmm. right? Uh, I'm assuming, Christine, that you'll be throwing that during in, uh, in during the throwback lunch today. I would if guess. we have it in our library, yes, if you, don't, I would. you should throw it in. Just go cre- have Steve create it. Yeah, I do it right? all the time. <laughs> do you think that uh, when a member of the Click of Six asked for the Friday dance party and asked me to play uh, that Iggy Azalea song "Trouble," you think that was in the system? I just did it. <gasps> I just grabbed it. You know what I'm talking about? I do. Trouble? I love that with Jennifer Hudson, right? Yeah, that's so good. This is like a lady anthem. I'm just gonna give you a little bit. I love it. It's Monday, right? Right. I should have known you were bad news from the bad boy demeanor and the cat souls. Cause most guys only want one thing, but I'm undecided trying to figure out if that's you. Either way, though, I think you're worth a test drive. Cause ooh, you're so much better than the next guy, and a little trouble only makes for a good time. Jennifer Hudson's gonna play Aretha Franklin. Don't you come and think. She's going to be so good as Aretha Franklin. I only said that, by the way, just so when I get yelled at later for playing it for no reason, I'll be like, uh, I made it news. She's playing Aretha Franklin. Iggy Azalea's coming in tour with uh, Pitbull. There you go. Mm-hmm. See, look at you. Yeah. You got two news. Yeah. <laughs> two news. Two pieces of news. You got two news with a Bismarck key for free. Yeah. Yeah, baby. <laughs> uh, let's talk about, do you know who you're going to know? Okay. You're going to know this name. Colin, if I'm saying it wrong, I apologize. We'll find out here in a sec. Actually, we'll just call him Colin. 24-year-old Colin the golfer. Does it ring a bell? No. Mm-mm. PGA's last year, Colin, ring a bell? No. Well, the Open Championship was yesterday. Well, it was this weekend. Colin is 24, and it's his first time ever in the Open Championship. Just like last year, it was his first time ever when he won the PGA. He's about to become the first player to win two different majors in his first attempt. That, by the way, was to tie the lowest 72-hole total in major championship history. 
didn't take long for Kalamura Kawa to put his name on the Claret Jug. One for one at the Open. No bogeys in the last 31 holes. A pronounced, it's actually mispronounced there. It's boogies. It's not bogeys. <laughs> yeah, it is. In case you were wondering, I don't know why they called it bogeys just then. That was weird. Uh, not a fluke. Dude won the PGA. Kalamurakawa won the PGA last year. First try. Good for him. Like, what do you do? Like, I think about extremely hard things that you've done for the first time and you just nailed it out of the just out of the park. Can you think of one thing? What's one thing? Click a six. You can weigh in if you want as well. One thing. That the first time you tried it, it was like, boom, perfect. Just perfect. Now, it's not the first time he golfed, but it's his first time. He's 24. So it's not like he's been doing it for a while and he finally made it. He's 24. That's mm. young. Mm-hmm. Colin Murakawa wins the Open Championship first try. PGA, last year, first try. Can you think of anything, Christine? I think skating. Skating. Like, like ice- rollerblading. First try, you were doing yeah. like uh, triple axles. I mean, I wasn't and- doing that, but I got it on my, like... You didn't fall? Mm-mm. Nice. Bike I did uh, a couple times, and then I got it, but not the rollerblades. That blades. was a couple of weeks ago, too. That was yeah. just two weeks ago. <laughs> Steve, and... Steve was pushing me yeah. and encouraging yeah. me. You can do it. You can do it. You're like, hold on to the handlebars. Don't let go, Me Daddy. and Charlotte. She was, downstairs. she was downtown with Steve on some of their special oregano, and she tripped off the bike, all right? Are you ready? Are you are you a fan actually, Christine, of the movie Grease? Of course I am. Okay. I've seen it so many times. I own it on VHS along with Grease Two, which is not as good as the first one. No, it is not. Michelle Pfeiffer let us down on that one, didn't she? She looked so good in that movie, though. The pants, the pants, the yeah. leather jacket, all of it. <laughs> well, uh, you know what a pink lady is, then. Mm-hmm. What's a pink lady? A pink lady was the girl group in Grease, which they kind of were like they were like the popular group uh they dated the t-birds all not all of them but it was like the t-birds and the pink ladies they were the groups in greece yeah and they like, were like the edgy ones they weren't they um, weren't popular like spoil like like if you play if you were an athlete and stuff you weren't going to be a t-bird no no they were, were the edgy ones yeah if you were a cheerleader you weren't going to be a pink lady so they mm-hmm. made they would be what some people would have called back in the day the burnouts mm-hmm. they drank too much they partied too mm-hmm. much they greece were part of uh, John Travolta's little... They raced cars. Yeah. Not the pink ladies, though. No, they were there cheering the they guys They knew their on, position. Though. They knew their place. <laughs> right? Well, Paramount, Paramount Plus, has decided that they are going to do a prequel to Grease. And it's going to be called Rise of the Pink Ladies. I'm excited. That, I, why? Just, just the title right there? Yeah. Your boom. Okay. Rise of the Pink Ladies. It's going to be a 10-episode show. And it's going to obviously talk about how the pink ladies came Rose. to be. Yeah. Stocker Channing uh, obviously won't be a part of it. She was the original. She was uh, Rizzo. Rizzo, yeah. She was uh, the one that sang the song about Sandra D. Oh, look at me. I'm Sandra D. Yeah. Mm, big granny <laughs> panties is all I want to be, or whatever that song is. Yeah. So there you go. Rise of the Pink Ladies is coming up soon. It's all. I think you're going to start to see all these because all these little networks, the HBO Plus, the Paramount, everybody else, they're all trying to come up with their thing. Like, yeah. Earlier we talked about Peacock is actually going to be coming out with a uh, Christmas movie, and it's uh, the Real Housewives of the North Pole. Yeah, and it's not like an actual Real Housewives show. It's going to be a movie. Yeah, with one of the Real Housewives, <laughs> yeah, at Kyle least, Richards. But in North Pole, comma Vermont. Everything's in Vermont with Christmas movies. That's right? the gig. There you go. Enjoy. <laughs> 
Christine, have you ever gone on strike? Have you ever known anybody that went on strike? Uh, no. Steve? I'm trying to think. I was part of the grocer's union at my first job, but I don't think we ever struck. My uh, dad was a uh, retired child psychologist, is a retired child psychologist, worked for school districts. So father, teacher, strike. Yeah. Right? Uh, which I believe is an old Madonna song. I don't know for Father, sure. Father, teacher, strike. Yeah, I think that's what it is. <laughs> so there's a video that's gone viral, viral right now of a completely fed up Frito-Lay worker in Kansas. He's going to be talking to a news reporter about why he and the employees are on strike He's hot, he's tired, he's working 84 a week. Wow. Yeah, and he's going to make an interesting point. I'm hot, I'm tired, I'm mad. They got us working 84 hours a week in this thing. Do it look like my shoes can hold my fat ass for 84 hours? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. The thing about it, they got the little mascots on the thing. Like, uh, uh Chester Cheeto, he ain't got to worry about this type of shit. He, he, he just get on his motorcycle and he gone. I can't afford a motorcycle with the pay they give me up in here. I got child support coming out my check. I got the food stamps about to get cut off. And uh, what's a little handsome man with a Steve Harvey mustache on the Pringles can? The Pringles man and the little boy with the dog on the Cracker Jacks box. You ain't never seen them crowning, did you? Now, the only thing Frito can do is kiss my ass. Because now I'm about to go, uh, 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 it's about Frito Lays. I'm about to go be lazy. You hear me? I'm about to go lay the f*** down. Because. All right, we'll kill it right there. <laughs> this guy is awesome. Yeah, he Dude. is. Best rant ever. I, uh, I was like, this, this guy is so good. We have got, we'll throw him up on socials, you know, but you got, I mean, he, he, he swears a couple times. That was amazing. <laughs> yeah. I'm about to go be lazy. <laughs> he literally breaks down what each character does. <laughs> Chester Cheeto's not on the line wearing a mask. I'm on the line wearing a mask. Like, he, he makes them, the guy in the Pringles can with the mustache. With the Steve Harvey right? mustache. <laughs> it just made awesome. my day. So, I, like, I, but I do feel you think about that, though, 84 hours a week. And that's what I think you're going to start to see, uh, not to get too deep. But uh, what you're going to start to see is that people are going to start to get frustrated mm -hmm. because you're seeing some. Uh, I, I was talking to a, a friend of mine this weekend who is kind of retired because of an injury at work. And he essentially, uh, he could easily get unemployment. Yeah. Because of his situation, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and he won't do it. He feels bad. Feels bad taking the money. And he's getting, and then he has another friend that owns a business and they can't find employees. It's like, I, I, we just can't find employees. I'm like, well, how do you know? And it's because people keep setting up job interviews. So when you're on unemployment, apparently, and I was on it years and years ago between radio gigs with Connie of Connie and Fish. We were on it for two months. And it took us two months to decide to even do it. And then they said, well, you didn't apply for it until now, so it's not like we can pay you the back pay. Right. Yeah. And we were all, well, that, uh, okay. <laughs> that sucks. Well, that was because we were just, we, were, we, were, we felt bad or whatever. And anyway... Watch, so I guess when you're on employment, you have to apply for jobs. You do. You have to show them that you're applying. Yeah, mm -hmm. to keep going. Mm -hmm. So that's so I have friends, a couple different friends that are HR people that do job interviews, and they just keep getting people that set up interviews and they don't show. Mm. And they're and people are starting to get frustrated. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of what's what, what's happening to the degree where Chester Cheeto over here. I'm hot. I'm tired. I'm mad. They got us working 84 hours a week in this thing. Do it look like my shoes can hold my fat ass for 84 hours? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's pretty good set. I, I, I'm going to throw a, I'm going to try and start something right now, a new thing. And I'm calling it the boater's curse. Mm -hmm. And the boater's curse. Now, I want to point out that you two, meaning Steve and Christine in studio with me. Mm -hmm. Hi. Like Alicia, and you're going to try and defend her. But I want to explain to you that I've owned a boat for many years. I don't own one now. 
but in the past I owned a boat for many years and it ran very successfully. Connie, mm -hmm. we lost Connie earlier this year to cancer. Connie and I had a boat for many years. My mm -hmm. parents owned a boat growing up, so I've been boating quite a bit. Where Alicia likes horses, Fish likes boats. Yeah, yeah, you could say you're a master boater. I am a master boater. Nah. Not at fishing, though. No. No. Uh, I always have trouble with the, what's that, with the hook? With the hook. The yeah. baiting. The yeah. Baiting. yeah not so anyway, boater. not a, no. Uh, so anyway, the boater's curse is don't ever invite Alicia on your boat. Specifically. Why? <laughs> Fish's wife. <laughs> this is fact. What happened? This is fact. Last year. A friend of Alicia's, a cool dude. His name's Ron. He invites Alicia and I out for the second year in a row mm -hmm. onto his boat. We get there. There's another couple there. We meet them. Hey, how you doing? They go to start the boat. It's a beautiful boat. Mm -hmm. It's like a 35-foot cabin, blah, 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 you know, whatever. Great boat. Very nice boat. Doesn't start. So we go in another boat, a little smaller boat, still very nice boat, mm -hmm. with a couple that we didn't know till that day. Wonderful, nice. Did the thing guy own both boats? No. Oh. It was somebody else's boat, oh. and they like it's just the boaters thing. They're just cool people. Yeah. You wouldn't understand because you haven't done the boater thing, but if I someday get a boat, <laughs> I'll take out whoever your boyfriend is, and Thank he can you. tell he can tell you all about it. <laughs> okay. Alicia is the boater's curse. So last year that happens. This past weekend, we're going to go hang out on Alicia's friend's uh, Mara's boat. We're going to go uh, for a little boat ride. We get in, hanging out with Dave, you know. Ladies are out on the front deck. He's got a little, it's got a little two-bedroom kitchen. Thing. It's super cool. Mm -hmm. He's pretty much living on this boat for the summer, right? Uh, we get out in the water. Both engines are going. Uh-oh. <laughs> Engine dies. One of the engines. Dude actually got the boat back on one engine and parking this size of a boat on one end. It was ridiculously impressive. And it was a total rush. And he and I were talking about how we both love adrenaline rushes. Because I was up there with him, you know, telling him what to do. No, this guy can fix boats <laughs> mm -hmm. and do all that. But again, second year in a row. And this is the only times we've gone boating. Second year in a row, boaters curse. Don't ever take Alicia. Boat breaks down. New couple. Let's us on their boat. Yeah. We spend the day on their boat as well that we just met and hung How out with. How weird that that Super happened cool. two Super years cool. in a row. Right? I know. Two years in a row means a curse, I think. Isn't it? Is it two times in a row is it a rule or is it three? I would well, think. It's once, twice, three times a lady, isn't it? Uh, yeah. What is it? Uh, something me once, shame on me. Something shame. me twice, shame on you. Something yeah. me three times, you better buy me Fool dinner. Me. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's what it was. Fool me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fool me. I, th I thought it was a sweary. Thing. No. <laughs> is it three times or is it two times that it's a rule? I think the boater's curse is See, Alicia. I, I mean, I would normally say three, but the fact that this, it's so specific and it happened yeah. two years in a row, it's yeah. almost like. The, the boats break and then we end up uh, on a smaller boat. I would like to point out, I would I would easily cut off one of Christine's arms for the smaller boat. <laughs> it was absolutely gorgeous. I can so, cut my arm off because I got to drive the boat. How are you and Alicia going to solve this? Is it going to be a new horse or a new boat? <laughs> okay, A, we're not baller, baller, shot caller like that, but I will say this. If I had a choice and her brother had a choice, because this was a conversation, mm -hmm. it was her birthday yesterday, and I pointed out this one thing. 
because Alicia used to own a horse. Then she uh, fell off of it. Got bucked off of it. Sorry, got bucked off of it yeah. specifically, yeah, which means she stuck the buck. And then she broke her collarbone. That horse was improperly trained by her trainer, so she... Got let, rid of it. Got rid of it. New trainer looking for new horses. And, uh, yeah, I said we can both enjoy a boat. She said I can enjoy watching her ride a horse. That's there's no enjoyment hmm. in that. That's uh, not even that's I, not yeah. the same. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> she's like, I love horseback riding. So I then can't she, believe she's trying to yeah, like yeah. make that the yeah. same. And then she informed me, Christine, <laughs> that if we can, the problem is the market is high right now, and Alicia's a realtor, right? Yeah. So we've been looking for a, 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 a different home. We mm-hmm. like to flip homes. I get antsy. Yeah. So we're looking for a much smaller price point home. But you just can't find it right now because mm-hmm. we I want to flip our house, right? Yeah. yeah, we can't do that. So she informed me that if we can find that downsize house and we can save that money, she's open to discussing a boat. She'll go ride her horse for a couple of days and do whatever and the hell she wants. Right? Think about it. Yeah, and think about it. You should say, well, in the meantime, let me hook up this rope and skis to the back of your horse while you ride it around. Yeah. <laughs> you that, can pull me. That is out a track. Compromise right <laughs> there. Yeah. yeah. Christine, back in studio. Hi. Feeling better? Yes. You don't look like you're dragging like I was afraid you were going to be last week. No, no. I'm towards the tail end of my sickness, so I should be good to go before the week is over. What is your sickness? Do you want to say? Just like a normal... I went to the doctor, and she's like, yep, now that, like, you know, things are back to normal, people aren't wearing masks, she said we're seeing an uptick of people who have cold. So I basically, every winter, I get sick. Yeah. And what I... I didn't get sick this winter, so what I got now was what I normally get in the winter. So you my mean, coughing eventually turned into sneezing and runny nose. So I I have a flu. Yeah. Or so the, you the, know whatever cold. it was. Yeah. Yeah. You have to be careful where you put your mouth because you're gonna get sick uh, once a year or twice a year, right? Mm-hmm. So that was what you got. Yeah. So be careful where your mouth is, and then maybe you won't get sick. <laughs> Is that about right? Yeah, about right. I mean, yeah. sure. <laughs> that sounds good. Uh, what is an un- unwritten rule that you believe everybody should know and follow? I said, use your turn signal, please and thank you. Yeah, Steve, you said. I said, when I got my headphones, this is me specifically, when I got my headphones in, don't talk to me. Or anybody. It's that weird matter. that you randomly have so many people coming up and talking to you. Yeah, I thought that was <laughs> odd as well. That it is... happens a lot, and, and I'm not the type of person who likes to speak with people. Do they just like often. ask you like random questions, like other customers, or? Usually, it's people who are trying to like like promotional people oh. inside of stores. Oh yeah, I like... try and avoid them. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you're, I'll walk the other way. Unless you're at Costco. Po- I have a phone call. Uh-huh. <laughs> you go to Costco, though, you don't want to avoid them. Oh, no. Those free samples all yeah. day. Sweet, sweet free samples. Yeah. You, you don't really go to Costco. No, though. I don't yeah. have a membership. No. Well, you should join. It's a very exclusive group. <laughs> it's easy to join, my friend. I'll, rec- I'll recommend you if you need me to put okay. you on the list. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what is an unwritten rule, click of six, that you believe everybody should know and follow? Mine, by the way, was smile. Simple, just smile. It's the ninth best thing you can do with your lips. My mom gave me a sign to hang on my bedroom wall that said that when I was a kid. I was in sixth or seventh grade. She said, by the end of high school, you'll know what the other eight are. I knew by the end of the year. So, <laughs> Whoa. Uh, what, is it? <laughs> what is an unwritten rule you believe everybody should know and follow? Click of six said, do unto others as you would have done to you. A hamburger. 
Hamburger. I couldn't agree more. Uh, nothing good happens after midnight. Disagree. I dis- I disagree with that as well. Yeah, you can have a lot of fun after midnight. Don't you think you are better? Don't think you are better than anyone else. There you go. But think you're good enough, please. Uh, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it at all. Bingo. That one and and like the res- what was it? The do unto others. Yeah. That those were like the biggest answers. Oh yeah. Wash your hands is another one. Unwritten rule. Uh, somebody else said let go like God. Somebody else said, uh, please put your fishing cart away. Ugh. Yeah, that's another one of mine. That's, that was, I was debating between that one and the headphone thing. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you right now, though, I, I had no problem back in the day where I would go grab other carts and put them away. Mm-hmm. But since COVID, I won't do it. Yeah, I don't blame you. I won't do it. I just, I, I won't do it. I'm, maybe it's bushy of me, but I just won't do it. I don't want to do you it. You know, kind of piggy, piggybacking off of that, nothing to do with carts. But something I like feel bad for, and I mean, like if if you're shopping and you drop the clothing or whatever it is, so many people just leave it on the floor, yeah. pick it up and put it back. It takes what five yeah. seconds? <laughs> yeah, and if you sneeze on it, let them know. That's, <laughs> okay, that's really weird to do that. Uh, the toilet po- the toilet paper roll always goes over top. Hamburger. Uh huh. Alicia didn't grow up that way. Mama Marcy taught her to go under. She always goes under. I always flip it over. Mm-hmm, me we too. used to have flip wars, but not anymore. <laughs> we won. I won. She I won. understands what that the was my, way is. That's my one win she's given me. <laughs> uh, you are free to choose, but you are not free from the consequences of your choice. I like that. Mm-hmm. This is a top five-ish for the text question of the day. What is one unwritten rule that you believe everyone should know and follow? Uh, one, two, three. Let's go to number three. No is not an offensive word. And boundaries are healthy. Mm-hmm. I like that. No matter how much people, uh, no matter how much better you think you are, people still need to ring up your groceries, stock the shelves, take your order, and clean up after you. So be kind to a service worker. You're in, you are so not better than they are. Yep. Hamburger. That's another great one. And finally, number one. What is one unwritten rule that you believe everyone should know and follow? Steve will not believe in this rule. <laughs> okay. Never take the middle urinal. <laughs> I love the middle urinal. Yeah, I know. You <laughs> love favorite. that. Yeah. yeah you like can make to... two buddies. Yeah. No, you can make... As long yeah. as they don't have headphones on. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That works. In that case, you can talk to Steve. Ah. Britney Spears. Okay. So, Britney's not having a fun... I mean, it's definitely an opening, open-minded, liberating 2021, but... I wouldn't say she's had the most fun years. No. Without her not having control of uh, her estate. You know, we had Wendy filling in for Christine last week, and uh, Wendy was mentioning that uh, for someone to lose that type of power, whether you're in California or not, it's there's got to be a reason. There's something going on that t- for a court to take away you having control of your money or body or whatever. Like, there's got to be a lot going on. Well, Brittany posted a meme, and I threw it up on our social media this weekend, Uh, She posted a meme this weekend that said, take me as I am or kiss my butt, eat poo, and step on Legos. Oh, the worst (sighs) kind of pain. Stepping on Legos. I actually saw that meme and I immediately was like, Steve, Legos. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Threw it right up there on the social media. It's up there if you want to see it. She goes on to talking about, uh, I don't like my sister. I don't like that my sister showed up at an awards show and performed my songs. To remixes that was at the 2017 Radio Disney Awards, she said this conservatorship killed my dreams. 
So all I have is hope, and uh, which is exciting. And she said, if you don't like me uh, ass dancing in my living room, it's not if it's not up to your standards. Is she then... dancing or is she just twirling in circles? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> a little both. Like, if you don't like it, instead of saying unfollow me, she was like, just go read a book. So Brittany is, I think, starting to hit the breaking point. I learned all this on Mix957GR.com. It's all posted up I there. I find it interesting that she called out her sister because I knew her sister's because was it a couple weeks ago, a few weeks ago, when Jamie Lynn went on her Instagram and was like, oh, I support my sister just because I don't have a hashtag doesn't mean I haven't been supporting her. It's like, yeah, yeah. the heck right. So I find it interesting that Britney's calling her out now. You know there are errors. Like, you're fake, basically. There, is she, though? You don't know. No. There are some things that she maybe can and cannot legally say. I don't. I don't trust anyone in her family. You don't know her father like I do. Oh, oh my God. Oh, God. But Connie of Connie and Fish and I sat down. Well, okay, I'll tell you. Uh, you ready to get funky? Have a good day at work. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Put your muffin down. Get out of your car. Show all up in your face radio. Check out the dynamic duo. Good what kind of a name is fish? One fish, two fish. Oh, you gotta go fish. Shaka Connie, Shaka Connie, let me W Shaka Connie. Shaka Connie, that's all I wanna do. 